Chapter Four of Running Fox. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Running Fox by Elmer Gregor. Chapter Four, In the Grip of the Rapids. The sun was already above the tree tops when Running Fox finally rejoined Spotted Deer at the river. They seated themselves on a fallen tree, and Running Fox showed his trophies and described his encounter with the bear. When Spotted Deer heard about the peculiar white patch on the bear's shoulder, he suggested that it might have been caused by a former arrow wound. Running Fox scoffed at the idea, however, and insisted that the mark had been placed there by Gitanitowit. Yes, I believe that must be the way of it, Spotted Deer agreed finally. Running Fox said that they must eat the heart of the bear to comply with the instructions which he had received in his dream. They kindled a tiny fire and broiled the meat on a willow branch. Then, after Running Fox had sung several medicine songs to pacify the spirit of the bear, the superstitious young warriors divided the precious trophy and ate it with solemn ceremony. Now I will tell you something, said Spotted Deer. After you went away, I began to look around. I walked along beside the water. Pretty soon I heard a loud noise. Then I came to a place where the water goes very fast. It makes a great noise and jumps up and down. Yes, it looks very mad. I do not like that place. I believe the bad water spirits live there. I have heard my father tell about them. He says that they are very fierce and are always fighting down there under the water. Yes, that is what makes the commotion. My father has told me that when anyone falls into such a place, he is broken against the rocks and eaten by those bad water spirits. Yes, that is so. I have heard about it, declared Running Fox. Well, I stood there a long time watching that place, continued Spotted Deer. Then I went ahead. Pretty soon I saw a long strip of woods out there in the middle of the water. I heard many birds singing in the trees, and I stopped to listen. Then I saw some big rocks sticking out of the water. As I was looking at them, I saw a very big fish jumping along between the rocks and the woods. Pretty soon I saw another. My eyes told me that it was Shawanamek, the great sturgeon. Well, I kept watching, and I saw many of those big fish passing along. Then I saw how they came to be in that place. The water was very swift all around that strip of land but between the rocks and the woods it was not so bad. Well, when I saw those big fish, I wanted to spear some of them with my arrows. I said, Hi, I will swim out to that place and kill some of those fish. Then I saw how swift the water was, and I heard the noise of that bad place below. Well, I began to think about it. I said, I will wait until Running Fox comes back, and then we will talk about it. Now we will go and see it. Yes, let us go, proposed Running Fox, as his eyes lighted with enthusiasm. As the lads hurried along the river, they soon heard the sullen roar of the rapids, and their hearts bounded at the sound. Then they came upon the long stretch of tossing white caps, and they stopped and looked with superstitious awe upon the wild tumult of the waters. It was a terrifying spectacle. As Spotted Deer had said, the river appeared to have been roused into a fury, it raged past in great surging waves that crashed against the rocks and sent drenching showers of spray high into the air. 
In the calmer reaches, the water whirled down into seething black pools, which sucked down into their dismal depths, whatever the torrent tossed into them. The Delawares shuddered as they looked upon them, for they seemed like doors to that weird underwater world where the bad spirits were supposed to dwell. That is a bad place, Runny Fox said solemnly. Come, let us hurry away, proposed Spotted Deer. A short distance beyond the head of the rapids, they came opposite the wooded island which Spotted Deer had described. They had not watched it many moments before they saw a great fish jump from the water between the rocks and the shore. See, there is Shawanamek, Spotted Deer cried excitedly. Yes, I saw him, replied Running Fox. Look, there goes another. They watched several large sturgeon fight their way through the narrow channel that separated the rocks from the island. Well, now you see how it is, said Spotted Deer. Do you feel strong enough to swim out there and kill some of those fish? For some moments, Running Fox continued to study the water in silence. The river was smooth but swift at that spot, and the head of the rapids was dangerously near. Their angry roar sounded an ominous warning, and Running Fox hesitated. He realized that the adventure was filled with peril, and wondered whether he ought to risk himself for the mere sport of killing Shawanamek. It seemed foolhardy for one bound upon an important mission to take unnecessary chances. However, as the great fish continued to show themselves, Running Fox began to waver. Then he suddenly realized that Spotted Deer was awaiting his decision, and the latter's proposal instantly seemed like a challenge. Running Fox believed that Spotted Deer might be testing his courage. The possibility made him reckless. Under those circumstances, he would have tried to reach the island even though he knew that the attempt was certain to cost him his life. Spotted Deer, I'm going to swim out to that place and kill some of those fish, declared Running Fox. Will you go with me? Yes, I will go, Spotted Deer replied quietly. It will be a hard thing to do, Running Fox warned him. That water is very strong. It will carry us along very fast. We must go farther ahead before we start to swim. If we get to that place, perhaps we cannot get away again. I do not know how it will be. Well, I am going to do this thing no matter how it comes out. They walked along the shore until they were several bowshots above the island. Then, after they had concealed their robes and moccasins in the bushes, they tied their bows and arrow cases on their backs and waded into the water. As it reached their knees, they began to feel its strength. Each stride forward made it more difficult to remain upon their feet. When they had waded in waist-deep, they threw themselves forward and began to swim. Once started, the lads swam boldly toward the middle of the river. Each stroke took them into swifter water, and they soon realized the seriousness of their adventure. Still, they had no thought of turning back. The river swept them along at startling speed, and they swam desperately to get in line with the island. As they neared it, they were dismayed to see great boulders directly ahead of them. They knew that unless they could get beyond them, they would be swept against them and destroyed. Come, we must swim harder, cried Running Fox. They redoubled their efforts. Every moment was precious. Running Fox was the stronger swimmer, and he began to fear for Spotted Deer, who was several bow lengths behind him. 
however spotted deer saw his peril and was struggling desperately to place himself beyond the path of the boulders at last his efforts were successful and he followed running fox to the head of the island they found a shallow place where they managed to get upon their feet and scramble safely to the shore hi that was a hard fight panted spotted deer as they sat down to recover from their exertions spotted deer i see that we have done a foolish thing running fox said soberly are you thinking about those bad water spirits inquired spotted deer as he looked toward the rapids no i'm not thinking about those mysterious people but i believe we have gotten ourselves into a trap declared running fox it was a hard fight to get to this place but it will be harder to get away the idea sobered them for the moment they forgot all about shawanamek the great sturgeon as they watched the river sweeping past them and heard the angry challenge of the rapids they suddenly realized that they had placed themselves in a serious predicament well we have come here to kill some of those big fish said running fox attempting to make light of the adventure yes let us go and find them proposed spotted deer they moved carefully along the wooded shore of the island until they reached the narrow channel between the island and the boulders the water was comparatively quiet at that place and they were able to wade out to a large flat-topped rock upon which they seated themselves to watch for sturgeon as they waited for the first big fish to appear they cast many uneasy glances toward the rapids they appeared uncomfortably near the lower end of the island the noise seemed much louder the lads wondered whether they had underestimated the distance between the island and that long stretch of white crested waves then a sturgeon entered the narrow channel and all else was forgotten hi here comes shawanamek cried spotted deer as he hastily prepared his bow as the great fish swam past the rock spotted deer drove his arrow into it it floundered helplessly for a moment or so and running fox also sent an arrow into its body then to the surprise of the excited young delawares the sturgeon turned and flashed down the channel with the current a few moments afterward they saw it drifting helplessly into the rapids that is bad said spotted deer we have lost two good arrows and shawanamek has fooled us well we have sent some good food to gunamaksh the otter laughed running fox it was some time before another sturgeon appeared and that too would have been swept away by the river if running fox had not jumped recklessly into the water and seized it aided by spotted deer he dragged it to the island and pulled it into the bushes well we have killed shawanamek said spotted deer now we must eat some of his flesh then we will be able to swim through the bad places like he does yes i believe it will be a good thing to do agreed running fox having left their fire sticks with their robes the lads were compelled to eat the fish raw then they began to think about leaving the island they had no desire to waste more arrows on such easy game now we must get away from here said running fox i see that it will be a hard thing to do declared spotted deer i believe i was very foolish to talk about coming here now i have got you into a bad place i do not like that spotted deer i came here because i wanted to show you that i was not afraid it was a foolish thing to do perhaps those bad water spirits will kill us then our people will say running fox was not sharp enough to escape from the mohawks i am sorry i came here 
They walked to the head of the island and looked longingly toward the forest on the river bank. It seemed a long ways off, and the water looked very swift. Their task was to reach the shore before the current carried them into the rapids. They knew that to do that they would have to swim even harder and faster than they swam to reach the island. Running Fox believed that he might be equal to the task, but he had grave misgivings about Spotted Deer. The latter, however, felt quite as confident as Running Fox. Before they entered the water, Running Fox sang several of the medicine songs which old Sky Dog had taught him for just such emergencies. Then, having asked Etanidawit to help them, the lads began their perilous battle with the river. It was impossible to make any headway directly against the current, but the lads swam at a sharp angle, but with their faces turned up the river. They had not gone far, however, before they saw that they were exhausting themselves without gaining enough to make the effort worthwhile. Then Running Fox turned and swam directly across the current. He found himself sweeping rapidly down the river, and he had grave doubts of reaching the shore before he drifted into the rapids. Each moment he heard their angry roar growing louder in his ears, and it nerved him to greater efforts. Calling upon Spotted Deer to increase his exertions, Running Fox began a furious fight against the current. Strive as he might, however, he was unable to stay his mad fight down the river. The rapids were now only half as far away as they were when he started, and Running Fox began to lose heart. He had gone only a third of the distance between the shore and the island, and each bow length he drifted found him in rougher water. It suddenly dawned on him that it would be impossible to escape the rapids. For a moment the thought overwhelmed him, and he was on the point of surrendering. Then he heard a wild despairing cry behind him. Looking over his shoulder, he saw Spotted Deer turning back toward the island. Running Fox knew at once that the exhausted lad would never reach his goal. Twisting about, he swam with the current to intercept Spotted Deer in his wild plunge down the river. "'Come, Spotted Deer, show your courage,' cried Running Fox. The challenge roused Spotted Deer to heroic efforts. He fought just long enough to enable Running Fox to get in line with him, and then he ceased struggling. "'Come, follow me,' shouted Running Fox. "'Do not waste yourself. Let the water carry you. Watch out for the bad places.' A moment later they were sweeping toward the rapids. Running Fox picked the route, and Spotted Deer tried to follow him. There was little chance to swim. All they could do was to keep themselves afloat, and try to dodge the rocks and whirlpools. It was a desperate chance, and the odds were all against them. However, it was the only chance for life, and Running Fox had decided to take it. When they reached the head of the rapids, they shot forward into a stifling smother of whitecaps. Then they swirled down through the raging inferno of water at terrific speed. Monster waves surged over them. Huge boulders flashed by within bow length. Running Fox found it impossible to pick a route, and terrified and bewildered, he confined his efforts to keeping his head above the water and left the rest to chance. As for Spotted Deer, he lost sight of his companion as soon as they entered the rapids, and he, too, thought only of keeping from going down into the clutches of the bad water spirits. Choking and struggling, the unfortunate lads were carried down the river. Once Running Fox crashed into a boulder, but fortunately it was a glancing blow, and he escaped with nothing more serious than bruises. 
Spotted Deer drifted into one of the sucking black pools, and in some miraculous manner was whirled around the edge and thrown back into the current. There seemed no hope that either of the swimmers would escape with his life. Running Fox, however, finally reached the end of the rapids alive. When he found himself afloat in calm water, he could scarcely believe his good fortune. His first thought was for Spotted Deer. He was nowhere in sight. What had become of him? There seemed but one answer. He had been pulled down by the bad water spirits. Running Fox looked toward the rapids, and his eyes glowed savagely. Then he saw something bobbing down through the waves, and a great hope entered his heart. "'Fight, Spotted Deer, fight! I am here to help you!' screamed Runny Fox, as he saw the form of his friend sweeping toward the end of the rapids. His words were useless, however, for Spotted Deer could not hear them. As his limp body finally shot into the still water and sank from sight, Runny Fox dove after it and brought him to the surface. Then he swam painfully to the shore with him and placed him tenderly on the beach. There was an ugly wound over his eye and his limbs were bruised and swollen. Running Fox himself was bloody and bruised, but he gave no thought to his wounds. Bending frantically over his friend, he worked feverishly to expel the water from his lungs. He had seen his people restore more than one unfortunate swimmer, and he had hopes of bringing Spotted Deer back to life. However, his efforts seemed in vain, and he called hysterically upon Gitan Ituit for aid. Oh, Gitan Ituit! See what the bad water spirits have done, he cried. Oh, Gatan Ituit, take pity on me and give me back my brother, Spotted Deer. See, Gatan Ituit, he is sleeping. Oh, Gatan Ituit, take pity on him and wake him up. Then he worked with renewed energy. Still, Spotted Deer showed no signs of life. Running Fox was on the verge of collapse. He realized that he would soon be unable to continue his efforts. The thought roused him. Then, when he had given up hope, Spotted Deer sighed and opened his eyes. He stared stupidly at Running Fox and again lapsed into unconsciousness. Still he was alive, and that was sufficient for Running Fox. His strength returned, and he continued his exertions until Spotted Deer regained consciousness. Then, as the latter smiled and whispered his name, Running Fox fell exhausted beside him. End of chapter 4